Every day we take our lives into our own hands when we consume vitamins and supplements. By not knowing the right ones to take or when, we could be doing a disservice to our health, or even worse, could be endangering it. Welcome to your Daily Dose with Doreen Doucette. Now you have a resource to help you use supplements, vitamins, and natural health more safely and effectively. Here is your host, Doreen Doucette. Good morning and welcome to your Daily Dose. Since most of Canada has been into a COVID-19 lockdown since about mid-March, most non-essential places of businesses were mandated to close. Some of the businesses listed as non-essential are spas, registered massage therapists, physiotherapists, chiropractors, myself being a doctor of natural medicine, and let's not forget our wonderful magicians who can make us beautiful in only a few hours, our hairstylists and our salons. Now, since many of us think that it's been mostly us women who were panicking over not being able to have their hair colored, our manicures, pedicures, and our waxings, to be the perfect piece of eye candy for our partners. I do know many men who were very panicked over this very same thing, minus the waxings, of course. I do have a male friend that decided to do his own COVID cut with his dog clippers. He used an F7 blade, which will leave you with about an eighth of an inch of hair. So today, I'm pleased to be talking with master hairstylist Lisa Young from Alberta, Canada. Lisa graduated from the Academy of Hair Design in 1988, and she's been licensed since 1990. Lisa is a certified Redken colorist, and she does all hair services, texture colors, and cuts for both men and women. Lisa works at Chatter's Sunridge, and she's worked there for the past 15 years. Welcome to the show, Lisa, and thank you for taking the time to talk with me. First of all, Tell us Thank what you, you did. Tell us what you did while you were on a mandated closure and how you coped with being out of work. Well, to start, I've never been without work. Um, it was really hard to get used to being laid off. Um, I was lost for the first little bit. I cleaned closets. I organized my house. When the weather got better, I actually turned to gardening and whatnot. It was really difficult for me for the fact that I'm a very social person as I spend, you know, eight hours a day behind the chair talking to different people and then to all of a sudden be isolated with no one to speak to other than my dog and she wasn't so great at talking back. So that was the biggest issue for me. <laughs> yeah. are, are you one of these people who like to hug your clients when they leave or do they like to hug you when, when they leave? Um, some of them, yes. Um, when they're comfortable enough with me and I'm comfortable with them, I have no problem with that. I think the hardest thing is a few of them came back and that's after three months, I was off work for two and a half months. And after not seeing them for that long, the first thing they want to do is give you a hug. But Mm -hmm. with the new protocols and that, we're not any physical contact. Exactly. So, as a stylist, did you have a good feeling about returning to work, or did you feel that this has happened just way too soon? For myself, I was ready to go back to work. I'm not saying that the virus 
wasn't something to take seriously. But in my line of work, we have always had to sanitize and keep ourselves at a safe um, level of cleanliness for our clients as well as ourselves. So I was a bit confused as to why we were closed in the first place. Oh, okay. Um, when you did receive the okay to turn to work, to return to work, um, what did you have to change within your workplace to accept clients or what protocol do you now have to follow that's different prior to the closing? The, one of the biggest things is we are not allowed to double book. If I have a color processing, in the past, I would either take a men's cut or a shampoo blow dry to fill up that 30 minutes, whereas we're no longer allowed to do that as we can only have so many people within the workspace and we have to be the um, warranted spaces apart. Um, we also have to clean after every client. Uh, we and Fresh cape is used with every client and I have to level wear a lovely face mask throughout the whole day. I don't do the shield because I wear eyeglasses and I found trying to wear all of that gear, I couldn't see anything. Okay, so do you have to wear a face mask? Yes, I wear a face mask for the full eight hour shift that I'm on. Okay. Which is not comfortable. <laughs> no, no. Are, are you able to take it off in between any clients at all? Not while I'm on the shop floor. If I go into the back room where we take our breaks and whatnot, I remove it there. So what does your space look like now? Um, whereas you're not, you're not allowed to double book, there's only so many people who are allowed to be in the shop or the salon at a, a specific time. Do you make people wait out in their vehicle or are they allowed to come in the shop to wait? Um, as I'm in a mall setting, they don't wait in their vehicle, but they do have to wait in our hallway. Um, one of the receptionists takes their temperature and gives them a face mask before they're brought in. They have to stick to the arrows that kind of go along the back of the salon, and then they wait along the side for one of us to come and get them. Okay, so your, your business provides people with a mask. You don't allow them to bring their own in? They can bring their own, but we also provide for those that don't have one. Okay, that's It's nice. up to them. If they're more comfortable wearing their own, they can. Okay. Do you allow people to have the handmade masks, or do you make sure that they're all the commercial masks? No, they can wear a handmade. Okay. So your space around your chair... What what do you have? Do you have plexiglass? Like some of the some of the spaces that I were see, was seeing, um, if there's more than one stylist in an area, then there has to be plexiglass so that you're like almost in a small cubicle. No, what my boss has done. I work in a fairly large salon. We have seventeen stations, and right now only nine of them are open. So there's my station and then I have two empty ones beside me and then a girl working on the fourth station. Okay. So that is the way that we're more controlling how many people are in our salon. Most, half of our stations are not in use. So only half of our staff have been called back to work. Okay. So the staff that are not called back to work, how are they feeling about this? 
I think the ones that haven't come back in are, are, are girls that have younger children and they're quite comfortable staying at home to take care of their families. Most of the ones that are at my salon right now, we've been there for 15 plus years and have the base clientele to keep us busy. Okay. So with you having to wear a mask, um, you of course have your glasses so you don't have to have the full face shield. Um, some of the, the stylists in my area are saying that they're not allowed to wash hair or they're not allowed to do some other personal services unless they have the full face shield on. Um, do you wash people's hair if they're not having a color or anything? Yes, um, I've been doing full services from day one. I think a lot of it depends on province, whereas with me in Alberta, we do have a few different restrictions. And, and some that aren't, we aren't restricted on. I know in the States, they're not allowing blow dries. I'm not sure what their thoughts behind that are, but we are covering full service. Okay. Do you know, um, and I haven't even checked lately, but do you know what is the amount of, of COVID cases positive that you have in your area at this time? Do you know? The last that I had heard was last week and that we only had one new one and I, I can't remember how many active ones we had. Oh. But I know we had a big drop is why they opened our phase two up a little bit more and a week early because things had been going well in Alberta. But then there's rumors that we are that a second wave is starting, which I wouldn't be surprised. Really? So you think a second wave is starting now or is it supposed to happen later on? I think they're thinking that it might go into full swing soon, just for the fact that we've been open for three weeks. Okay, because down here in Nova Scotia, we've only started, um, this has actually been the first full week that people have been allowed to go back to work as in personal services. Um and the the stylists are only only allowed to do very specific things, as far as I know. That's that's. Um, so how are how are you dealing with wearing the mask all day? Some people are saying that they feel lightheaded, they feel dizzy, they don't like using the mask. Of course, it takes some time to get used to. So how are you dealing with that now? I found my first week it was awful. The first few days. And then you kind of adjusted to it a little bit. You get used to it being there. Um, it is very warm within the mask, and you get very moist very fast, which is unpleasant. Um, the second week, I popped it on, and it was like I was, uh, in a sense, adjusted to it. I still don't like it, but it's not bothering me as much as it was week one. And you find that your breathing is okay with it? Yeah, other than you can smell your own breath, it's not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> so when Sorry, you... But that, is, that is the worst. Like, whoa, I hope that doesn't happen when I don't have a mask on. <laughs> well, I'm sure it doesn't. <laughs> when you... When I you, will need more meats. Yeah. <laughs> when you were told that you were allowed to open... <laughs> And you let your clients know that you would be opening and what their protocol would be and that they have to wear masks and have their temperature taken. What was their reaction? 
Most people were just thrilled that they could finally get in for a haircut or a color service, get rid of some of their gray. Uh, We had a few people complain and find it unnecessary, but we haven't had anybody refuse. And even if they did, we'd have to refuse service. Oh, so... So they've been pretty... Okay, so if they don't wear a mask, then you will refuse their service? Yes, we won't take them in if they refuse. Okay. Your first day back with the amount of cuts that you had, how many clients did you did you look after on your first day back? Do you remember? I did 10, and ten. the majority of them were colors. Oh, they were colors. Yes, it was a very cool day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first week, my first week was brutal. We'd been off for two and a half months. I was excited to go back to work. I don't know quite what I was expecting, but it was, I think my first shift back actually was seven hours, six or seven hours. And between colors and cuts, there was 10 appointments booked. And at the end of that week, my feet were not happy because every day was like that. Actually, up to this point, we have zero openings left in our salon. Like for the nine or 10 girls that are in, we are all booked solid. And how far ahead are you booked solid? Right now, I am booking into the first part of July. So a good week to 10 days in advance. Wow. Well, I mean, that's that's good. It's certainly keeping you busy. And it goes to show that a lot of people are looking to follow the protocol that you have set out for them. Did you have any really cranky clients that said, no, 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 like, I just can't do this. I don't want to do this. And I'll wait until later to come back to have my hair done. No, we have had a few complain about it. They grumble and gruff and whatnot, but they put the mask on because I think it's important enough to them that they want it done. <laughs> exactly, after being that long. Did you, okay, so I, I had said that uh, a person I know did their own COVID cut with a pair of dog clippers. Have you been hearing any stories like that from your clients that they know of people or, or they've even trimmed their own hair before they got back in to see you? Oh, I've had many clients that I've had to fix bangs. Um, I think bangs are the biggest, um, I don't know whether to call it the winner or the loser in the (laughs) do-it-ourselves-at-home. But yeah, a lot of bangs. I had one of my clients, uh, I do both her and her husband's hair, and she sent me a text message, I think probably about a month and a half into our our shutdown that she had cut her husband's hair and uh, was basically praising me for doing a job that she thought was so easy and realized it was not. Exactly. (laughs) And his hair was was interesting. His hair needed correcting. Do you have very many clients who went out to um, big box stores and bought hair color themselves and they did their own hair with a color? Um, there was some that did do like a, a shoppers drug mart and whatnot, because everything that he, that was here was closed down other than our, our grocery stores and uh, pharmacies. So we had a few with box color. I had one lady that I do regularly that she had broken down and bought a box color, but she, she assured me, she made sure it was light enough that I could fix it. <laughs> 
And and I hear that they're not all that easy to fix. There's actually some prep that you have to do in order to repair the box colors to, to get back to the professional color. Oh, definitely. Color corrections can be interesting and very um, expensive for the client. But I, we haven't run into too much of that yet. But it is kind of still early as we are booked two to three weeks in advance. I'm sure we'll see more. I'm sure you will. Have you had anyone who's done their hair with their dog clippers? Probably not that they would share with me, but maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was too funny. We had um, a stylist in, in, in my area. She said that on her first day back to work that she did a lot of cuts, not necessarily the colors, but a lot of the cuts, and she cut 20 pounds of hair in the run of a day. Have you weighed how much hair you've cut in the first few days that you've been back to work? No, I was way too busy to weigh hair. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I wouldn't actually, I wish I would have thought of that because I could well imagine. We use a company called Green Circle that does all, all of our recycling. So we have big bins in the back that carry our hair and our foil. And yeah, we probably should have weighed it. You probably should have, because I'm sure with the amount of people that go to have their hair professionally done and they've had to wait this long, there's probably a substantial amount of hair that you have taken off of people's heads that that really would have wowed you. Because when I read this, how much this person had, had cut in the run of a day, it's like, seriously? Wow. Oh, I've had quite a few, especially your male clientele. For I have a man that comes to me every two weeks. And for him to, to stay away for like three months, like I, I'm sure he felt like he had long flowing locks. I'm sure he did. <laughs> and well, it, it probably was like a pixie cut, but he felt like he had hair to his waist, I'm sure. Probably. What are, can can you think of any of the funniest stories that you've had clients tell you about what's happened with their hair or someone else's hair in the time that they have been in lockdown? No, mostly just people giggling about trimming their own bangs and being scared to take them too short. Or like with my girlfriend cutting her husband's hair and realizing it's not too terribly easy and she's the one who has to be seen with him. Oh, (laughs) yeah, for sure. That would that would be a little bit embarrassing, I'm sure. We even had on um, on one of our TV shows, they were telling us how we could trim our own bangs by putting some scotch tape across the front of the bangs, combing them down straight, putting scotch tape across and then cutting. I'm not sure it was either above or below the scotch tape. Would you recommend people do that? No, my mother did that to me as a child, and she always cut above the tape. That is why I'm a hairdresser. (laughs) (laughs) My bangs were always a joke. Not going to lie. Please, people, don't. There are better ways. There are better ways. There are bobby pins. Oh, so what are some other better ways that you can do that? No, no cutting. Bobby pins and barrettes. Get them out of the way. There are headbands. There are hair ties. There are all sorts of things. Okay. Leave the scissors to the experts. Leave the scissors to the experts, exactly. And and as well, the colors. Leave the colors to the experts as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> I would say some people do a wonderful 
job box dyeing their own hair, but but we we have a, a, a larger array of colors, I think. Yes. What's one of the worst? So I would leave it to the experts. Absolutely. I, I would too. But what are some of the worst colors that you've seen? What's happened to people? Oh, um, when they try to lighten their own hair and it goes fluorescent orange, that's always lovely. Um, or over bleaching and then they have no hair. Those are two of the things that tend to happen quite a bit in our industry when people feel that they can do their own hair. What do you do to... Which neither are easy. I'm sure not. What do you do to repair such a thing? Um, it, a lot of hair treatments, uh, good haircuts, and just let it grow. Okay. What are the other stylists saying um, in, in your shop about a relapse in the COVID or a second wave coming through? Is there a lot of rumors going around that you're, that you're feeling that it, it's going to happen? Um, I think it's just media, really, that is more influencing a lot of that. Social media, television, stuff like that. Um, even the news, because they do talk about maybe a second wave. It's something that's just generally aware of in, in, in our whole communities as something that they talk about. We haven't seen anything as of yet, and everybody checks the numbers daily, but I don't think we're too terribly worried about being shut down again because I don't think that uh, a lot of places that have had a second wave have shut down. Okay. Were you nervous to go back to work? No. I was a little bit more nervous about the new protocols and the masks and everything, not about getting sick, to be honest. Okay. Do you know of anyone that you are close to that has had COVID-19? Actually, last Friday, I had a client come in that she had tested positive for it Um, earlier. I think it was in April that her and her husband had both tested positive. And those are really the only two people that I know of that have been tested positive for it personally. And you weren't nervous to to look after her? Actually, I was a little bit leery of it, but I was like, meh. Obviously, if she had it, she knows she doesn't now. Yeah. Or she wouldn't have come and seen me. And it was a little bit nerve wracking at first. What about what about the other people that are working? Were they nervous to know that she was even coming in or did they even know that she had tested positive previously? No, I hadn't even known until she had mentioned that she had because I was asking her how she had fared throughout the whole shut down whereas she worked the whole time uh, until she tested positive and then she was off for her 14 days and then she's been back to work as well so and she wasn't extremely ill okay well that's that's good because some people are quite ill and and some people can fare quite well through it that they don't get too ill so what does what does your future look like? Do you think that this is going to be, I hate this term, the new normal, but that is what everyone is calling it is our new normal. Do you think that this is going to continue where you have to wear um, the masks and the gloves and it, at certain times a face shield and, and you know, still distance in some ways? I certainly hope not. It is very hindering in our profession. Um, 
I think the thing that I dislike dislike the absolute most is my client clients cannot see that I'm smiling at them. They cannot see my facial expressions as to the stories that they're telling me and vice versa. It is one of the hardest things for me to not see like automatically like their faces are hidden my face is hidden when you really uh, reveal the new color or a new cut and you can't see the expression on their face it's actually it's actually awful i'm right? sure i'm sure it is i think that's the thing that bothered me. what about i like to see the joy absolutely absolutely and i think most stylists or, or anyone who is doing a service for another person you want to see the reaction on their face when you're finished that's for sure what about um, clients who have hearing problems? What about them when they can't see your face? I'm sure you must have some clients who need to be able to see your lips and what you're saying. Um, I've used a notepad and a pen in cases like that so that you can either write it down. I haven't really run into too many problems. Um, I've heard a few of uh, those issues from um, clients that have uh, like elderly parents that are in the nursing homes and whatnot, and that the elderly are getting really quite frustrated with the visits that have to be either through glass or with face masks because there is that problem. They need to see your face in order to know what you're saying or to hear you. Exactly. So I, I imagine the frustration is very high. Mm-hmm. Are your nursing homes open out there now, whereas the public can go in to see people or families can at least go see parents out there? They're finally starting to open up a little bit more, but more so for outside visits, not in the facilities. Okay, okay. And like they can in a, in a or, yeah. Yeah, and that's what's happening here in Nova Scotia as well. Starting on Monday, people can have outside visits um, with, their, with their family members. Is there anything yeah. else that you would like to that you'd like to let everyone know in regards to um, coming to get their hair styled? What should we look forward to? What should we do? What would you like people to do when they're coming in to see you? Well, just be patient with all of us <laughs> because it is it's it's difficult for us just as well it is for them. Um, on the most part, people have been good. Um, know that we have your safety in, in mind just as much as we have ours so that we can continue to keep people looking fresh and happy. And if we keep our protocols in place, maybe they won't shut us down a second time. And hopefully we won't have a second wave go through. Exactly. Hopefully so. Lisa, again, That's I what we Exactly. I want to thank you again for taking the time out of your day. I know that you've worked today and that you've been busy. Um, I'm going to let you go now so that you can relax and have a nice evening to yourself. Thanks again for taking the time and talking with us. Thank you very much. You have a good day tomorrow at work. And for all of our listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I will be back again next week. And everyone, stay safe, stay well. 
Visit Doreen's website at dmurphydoucette.com and click the radio tab to purchase your supplement and dosha questionnaire. It will allow you to know your body dosha and what supplements, vitamins, and minerals your body requires at any given time. You'll receive a report by email that gives you all of the required information. You'll learn which foods give you your required supplements, and you have the option to purchase your report in printed book form and have it mailed directly to you. Visit dmurphydoucette.com today. Thank you for joining us for your daily dose. Be sure to tune in again next week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition with your host, Doreen Doucette. We'll see you then.